Let's spell a song so you can sing along with my special guest star two. You like to sing and dance, and this podcast by chance explores musicals for you. Everyone, welcome back to another episode of Life's But a Song, a podcast that likes to live in the land of musicals. I am your host, John, and with me today is friend turn frenemy turn friend again, Jason sure Kerr. Yet. Everyone, I'm not sure yet. there's a road ahead. Hello, how are you? <laughs> um, it, good to see you again. It's good to see you too. You know, we. I mean, Jacques Brel happened, and it did happen. It did happen. And you. It's it, it's a it was a solid revenge for for Annie and among other things I'm sure. Yes. Now, um, would I will I shock you in saying I've also never seen this movie that we've talked to? Talk, I am a little shocked. Never, yeah. never. It's the Little Prince, the 1974 version, because there's yes. like a, a few others, um, an animated version as well, and the Broadway musical. I've also well, it wasn't really musical. Well, I've was. also never read the book. You can't read, so I'm not. I don't, I'm, not I'm not surprised with that. I've never listened to the audio book of the book. <laughs> uh, yeah, I grew up with the story. I grew up with I am, the movie, and then um, uh, I read the story in school, and then I think uh, I also had to learn it in French. Oh well. Yeah. well Hold that thought for a hot second. Let's let okay. me do the let me do the little background thing, and then we'll oh, get more into it. You, you can put that put that somewhere else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so the screenplay is by Alan J. Lerner, based on the book, as we've talked about. By, are you ready? I'm gonna fuck this one up. Oh wait, I want you. To, I want to hear you say. I'll, I'll, I'll correct you when you're wrong. Ant, Ant, Antoine de Saint Epure. Uh, close. Antoine de Saint-Esprit. Esprit. Okay, so because it's the EX, and I was like, yeah. I don't know if I... <laughs> it, was um, a good, it was a good attempt. Thank you, thank you. You're welcome, you're welcome. French is not my language. Uh, <laughs> music music by Frederick Lowe, lyrics by Alan J. Lerner, directed by Stanley Doonan, with Don, Donan, I never know how to pronounce his I, name. I, I, didn't, I, I actually don't know who that is. So... This is the his fifth appearance on this podcast. He <laughs> with me. He's a he's a famous director. He directed Singing in the Rain. He also did. Oh my god! I actually didn't know that. That's, I, that, that's my bad. I didn't know. I looked at his. I looked at that. He did Singing in the Rain, and he did another couple musicals that I love. He did Funny Face. Funny um, Face, which I live for. That's the second have, one. Have you have you done Funny Face on this? I've done Funny Face. I, I I'm gonna spit in your eye for ha- not having me do it. I I, I really love Funny Face. He it's also well okay. So get this, <laughs> Funny Face was Matt Koplick who is f- trying to fight you as being the most appearing guest on this podcast. So okay, well to, l- l- we he and I should have coffee and hopefully and, and uh, preferably at a place with stairs. Can I be there with popcorn? Can I be absolutely, with absolutely. Okay. But back, so back to Stanley. He did Sing Another Rain, Funny Face, Seven Brides for Seven Brothers, and what was the fourth one that he did? It's another one that I actually love. I'm going to look it up. On the Town. That's it. 
there's one more that I, I, I of a, on the town. Yes. No, 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 that he's done for this podcast. I'm oh, saying. for this podcast. Oh, yes. okay, okay, okay. He okay. he has 32 oh. directing credits to his. Oh name. yes, a movie that I another movie that I love. It's not a musical. Uh, is Charade. Uh yeah. He, a, have you seen it? I don't think I have. It's a no. phenomenal film. So he. Um, he's, I saw that name and I was just like, he's making up, he's making the rounds on this podcast. And according to IMDb about the little prince, the summary is a pilot stranded in the desert meets a little boy who is a prince on a planet. So that's the planet. That's the plot. <laughs> so my question to you, cause you said you like just reread it, reread the book. I just, I just, I peeked at this morning. I, I I flipped through my the the only book I have is in French, so I was I was um I was just running through it, um, and a lot of it was remembering French, and a lot of it was remembering the story. <laughs> so, is this movie a honest adaptation? It's 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 a the most all yeah all the beats are there. The fox. There's the there's everything. a there's a pilot. The pilot. Yeah, that's that that has to be that's the story. The relationship because the he's technically the narrator, the pilot. Yeah, yeah. We so, we are technically even though because because the the prince is telling him these stories in retrospect, except for, and then he gets bit by the the the, the snake. Actually, I think the snake was is kind of happening in real time. It must. Well, okay. So for, according to the movie, though, the prince landed on Earth and was there for a year before he met the pilot. And so he met the snake first and okay. And then he met the fox. But the way that this is written though, it's like he's speaking in riddles throughout the whole movie. I think that's that that it, that is the, the story. Um because it's it's really interesting that the the way they make these interesting parallels like i i'm, I'm actually really stuck on the story of, of, with the fox the the because the fox yeah. wanted to be tamed or yeah. did it did the fox want to be tamed I w- i'm still very confused well, he, as he, to he like... tried to t- he tried to tame the fox but he couldn't tame the fox but okay. what's the, the quote the quote about I, I wrote i thought i wrote it down but i didn't um hold on hold on it's a really good quote. I don't want to get it wrong. Is it in the book or the movie or is it in both? It's in the book. Okay. It's in both. Are you talking about the secret that the fox tells, writes yeah, down? The, but the actual phrase. Because it's, 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 it's specific, the way that it's told. Of course I can't find it now. All right. uh, you become, he, uh, what the fox said, you become responsible forever for what you've tamed. Isn't that fucking, that's a, that's a really great quote. So, in the book, though, they are a fox and a snake. It's not that they turn into humans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're, they're the actual fox and the snake. I was kind of hoping for the movie that they would be <laughs> in, in costume, a la that Pinocchio you and I talked yes, about. Yes, yes. But I like that we, that we got the essence of them through the body work. I mean, how amazing is it to, to watch Bob Fosse do the, that i mean the, i i haven't seen this in since i was a kid so i didn't even know it was bob fossey i knew it was gene wilder right because of willy wonka yeah i knew it was gene wilder but i did not know who bob fossey was when i was when i was 
eight, seven, eight years old. Um, I honestly and, think this is like my first time ever seeing Bob Fosse in anything. What? Like you never saw? Was he in all that jazz, or did he just direct it? He directed it, but he's in. Who needs the pain when you do the bongos? Who got the pain when they go at erp? Pajama game? No. Is that pajama game? I don't know. Damn Yankee. Oh, um, I don't think I've ever seen the movie version of Damn Yankees. I've seen the show. I haven't seen the movie version. So also, does he make a? He might make a cameo in 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 all that jazz. I'm not sure. But like, no, and ranking does. I gotta say though, he's very smooth i mean i know that that's his yeah, style that he's, he's doing his style and everything but even his speaking voice is smooth and uh, like i mean if he did an audiobook i would have loved to listen to it <laughs> isn't it interesting to see what i found interesting is to see bob Fosse in something that he didn't direct i mean he uh, he got to choreograph his own he got to choreograph yes i think he had insight on the, the camera angles because the camera angles were 100% him. Yeah. It's 100% his style. The, the way I love the, the image of when he's on like that ledge and we're seeing him from a distance, like that picture is so, it's such a Fosse-esque move. I, I, I was in love. And how amazing that we have Bob Fosse and, and uh, Donna McKechnie in a film together. But like Donna McKechnie, it's, it's not really her. It's her being projected on the roads. on the flat on the road. She does yeah. sing. She does sing. Yeah, she, does she doesn't sing. dance. I and like this is a, an instance where I wish it was a person in a suit because like you have Donna McKechnie playing the rose, but like she's just projected and she's laying down. Yeah. Yeah. Like, come on, she's Cassie. <laughs> she's fucking Cassie. She's Turkey Lurkey. Like, like, let her five, six, seven, eight all over the place. <laughs> in the in the um, Broadway show, did you get to see it? I did not see the Broadway show. So wait, you were talking about the recent Broadway production, correct? The one that closed a few months ago. Yeah, that was it. Was it was supposed to be a limited run? I do believe it was, but I think it was more limited because <laughs> yeah. So this is the <laughs> one. So this is the one um, where the librettos by Chris. Moran and music by Terry Turk, Terry Tuck, who I believe one of them was in the show. One of the creators was in the show. Um, it was an, but I love that they had the the rose and the prince had a little pot of dinner. It was gorgeous. I think I would have liked to have seen that because seeing this kid being thrown around by grown adult men mm. was, I mean, they do it in a. Well, they do it in a playful way, except for the waterfall, the water moment where I was just like, oh, no, this is this is this. I shouldn't be watching this. <laughs> I lo- it, it was beautiful when when Jean Carrie, Jean, Jean, Jean Wilder was doing it. It felt, it felt like uh, he was doing it with his child. I got to say, though, there was a moment where it looked like he regretted taking this role because he was because he's twirling the kid around so much. <laughs> I thought he was having I felt like he was having fun with that. 
but like you know realistically carol all carol uh carol channing and jim tomorrow just just having you know just doing what she does but like but i'm thinking more like gene wilder as a person who had who whose job is to repeat a task multiple times until they quote get it right on camera I got it. I got it. I got it. I got so, it. So like the, the amount of times, the amount of takes that he probably had to twirl the kid around was probably just like, is this it? This is it. But like, yes, it's he's the having, all day project. He's having fun. I, I really like Gene Wilder when he's um, his scene partner is a child because like, I mean, it works. It's a great he, side a of him. He is a child, Gene Wilder. Yeah, but like I'm talking also about like when he was in Willy Wonka, like uh, all those scenes with the kids, um, you got to see he got to play different personalities, but he was always like treating them like adults. And the same could be said here, where even though he's playing a box, I'm still I'm still a little unclear if well, okay, so we see we the audience see them turn into humans. Correct. So, is that what really happened, or in the is book, the book? No. Well, it's I meant cool. in the in the movie though. So, is the did the prince see them turn into humans, no, or no. The, and, and he's supposed to see them as an animal? Okay, that yeah. then that makes sense because yeah, uh, I kind of wish though that their costumes more reflected the animal a it's little so more, sec- a little seventies. It was so seventies, like that. Just wearing him wearing that maroon, you know, outfit and Bob be wearing all black and the hat and all that business. And he had snakeskin. Um, oh yeah, shoes or shoes, or pants. shoes uh, and a and, belt and like the details were snakeskin. But I wish there was like a little more, like snake and fox elements in their yeah. looks. Okay, I mean, if they did now, we could do it. We could do a version now. okay (laughs) i did like though that that uh mr fossey was doing the the silky (laughs) walk yes (laughs) i was like yes yes everything it's everything to see the master do it to see i mean it was it, it was amazing yeah like not only seeing him on film for presumably in my like film watching career like this is the first time i mean seeing him on on film um yeah to then do his signature style and moves and everything it's like oh my god i'm what it's it's like it's like what you said it's watching the master do do yeah. the work it's like it oh. i watched it at the ass crack of dawn this morning uh and it was it woke me up that's how that's how good it was <laughs> now i'm also kind of shocked that of the lack of people in this movie like bodies it's an ensemble it's an ensemble film because it's almost like um it's an adventure film but like extras like there's no extras really no because everyone everyone's going to their own i think i think it's because it's, it's, it's a it's philosophy you, you, it, it doesn't have to do with the people in the in the atmosphere. It's about the what's said and what's happening. Yeah, this is a kids' movie <laughs> and a kids' book. Like what? I don't know. The more I, I was looking through it and what and what it means, it, it's it's one of those like everybody book because even Doctor Seuss, even though it's written for children, it's for everybody. Yeah, Doctor Seuss has 
can have more uh, grown-up themes. They all do. I, 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 don't, I don't know if their books of his. Uh, I mean, he, remember Dr. Seuss was a uh, was a political um, cartoonist before he was Dr. True. Seuss. You were. We, so, we, we did. We did talk about him too. Huzzah! <laughs> you and I. We, oh, we sure. Oh, we sure did. We sure did. But yeah, this one I was just watching it, and, and I was just like, these concepts are are heavy. Like mm-hmm. I'm not even ready to think about. Them. It's a lot. Like it hit me hard this morning when when you said uh, you're responsible for the things that you tame. It's a it's a big responsibility. I think, and it could be it could be applied to many things. Like I I apply it to like you know our training as you know as artists. But you can also put put it as your parent. You're responsible for the things you tame. Although that one is a hard one because well, so that uh, the parent analogy might go more with like the fact that when they talk about the rose being eaten and um, the prince is like, "This is this is important," and the pilot is like, "No, fixing my plane is important," mm. and they're not really meeting at at, at odds, in, and it's yeah, just like impasse. Until the prince lays out, and he's like, "Well, I'm supposed to take care of the the plant, so it's important." Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's kind of like, and how people va- people value people value what's important differently because of what matters to them. But I'm not gonna lie, though. I felt like the flower was gaslighting the kid in a Maybe, way. Maybe, but don't or at, or at least gas- don't we gaslight each other to fall in love? <laughs> But it seems it seems more well or playing off his guilt where it's like, oh, I'm just so weak and innocent. But you go live your own life, I guess. Be happy. You did allow him eventually. Eventually. It's just this. This is a weird one. Roses are ephemeral anyway. But. uh, (laughs) But. I never thought about that aspect before. I'll have to continue to think about it and see how what I come up with. And then I was I'll also put in the comments. Okay, okay. When you, you you'll you'll forget about what we talked about, and then you'll listen to the episode, and then be like, "Fuck this." <laughs> I mean it. Uh, but the other thing that was I, I was a little intrigued by was when they sang "You're a Child," the first one, which I believe is that the general. I think that's the general. Oh, uh, with the plant with uh, with the countries? Uh, no, the one that's going to war. Okay, the one the one that want, wants to recruit the prince to yes. be a soldier, so then they can go to war. That okay. that concept too. I was like, I need to lay down. <laughs> it's a it, it's adult a lot of adult concepts, and I think and the other thing too is we put those on kids. We put but those uh, what? But also the way that the adults were acting childlike it seemed like it was definitely through the prince's viewpoint he's, a, he's there he's 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 our, he's our he's the lens he's the lens of, yeah. even though the pilot is technically the narrator but the child is the lens are there drawings in the book yes oh oh my god so I'll is go, that I'll, show, I'll go get it and i'll show you later on later is that is that what the style that the pilot is is that the drawings that are in the book Yes. Yes. The, the, the elephant and the, in the, in the bow constrictor, that yep. is, that's, that's the actual, that's the actual drawing. Well, it's similar. It's actually not the one that's in the book. The book that I have are the, uh, Estelle's, uh, 
uh, actual drawings. I'll show it to you. I'll show it to you after. Because yeah, I was watching it. I was just like, so the pilot is supposed to be the the author. Of the author. The- yeah, he's the narrator. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, I, but I also wrote down. Um, so the pilot is dead, right? I'm 12 minutes in, and I'm calling it. So I'm not oh. sure what we watch i never thought about that listen again this is a, an adventure film it's almost like it's almost like candide or something like that where you just kind of it's it's all philosophy and and re- metaphors and things like that of, of what this person is going through that or the phantom tool booth or um even raggedy Ann and andy that that is a, a little you know like adventure and philosophy oh my god you're I listing know. episodes that you want to do <laughs> <laughs> take take it take a listen that's <laughs> uh but like this is i'm not gonna lie this was a very heavy movie that i was not prepared for yeah 6 30 was, was, was a hard time to watch this but we did it, I, did I mean it. i didn't watch it at 6 30 i watched it at 11 <laughs> so i had a little more time but still i was just like i'm not ready for any of this any yeah any of it because like because i don't know if i've ever if you've listened or if i've told you like my thing about child actors but like i usually don't like kids in movies because oh. usually they're like i'm the kid dur, 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 or whatever i'm gonna um, call abigail breslin and tell you what you tell her what you said about her okay um <laughs> and i was on the fence with this kid because like i don't know if I was annoyed by him or if I appreciated him for his lack of emotions. To tell you, as a, even, even today when I was watching, uh, as, when I was a uh, child, I, thought, I always thought it was a girl. I was shocked to know it was actually a boy. I mean, what is gender? What is gender? I, it's only a construct. But still, I, 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 I to this day thought it was a girl. Um, I... I liked him and his, like, I, I, I really did, like, especially when he's dying, he dies. What? <laughs> and he gave you tears. Yeah, I think it was Glycerin, too. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but actually, though, but when we talk about that scene when he was dying, that was a beautiful shot. Uh, like I when he's when they're back at the plane, you mean, right? Yeah, and he's holding him. Yeah, and we have the picture of the plane and the sun in the background. That I, I, when I watched at the end, it's, it gave a special thanks to Tanzania, and that makes me feel that that was that was filmed in Tanzania. It was. It was it's like gorgeous. I, I think all of the plane stuff was filmed in Tanzania. Is that how you say it? I'm saying it wrong. I'm not... I don't know how to. I don't know how to speak. So. But like the rest, I think the rest of it was filmed in England, in yes. a studio in England, from what I yeah, saw. Yeah. But kudos to Fosse and Donna being American actors doing it. Well, Fosse's scenes were outside because I was reading that um, he, it like it was, uh, he all of his scenes were shot outside while it was extremely hot out, and he was wearing black, and so. <gasps> Oh my God. And dancing the way he dances. And dancing, and he wasn't young in the seven. I mean, he was I actually. You know what? He's he was at his peak in seventy five. This is seventy four. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, this Before, is he was kind of well because uh, damn Yankees. This is the sixties. 
uh, and then by this by the seventies, uh, he was doing. What was, what, what, what would be his big one from the seventies? Looking it up. Looking uh, it up. So '70s starts cabaret. Oh, of course. <laughs> oh no, sorry. '72 is the movie. Yeah, the '70s, but but cabaret six, on Broadway, but yeah. '66 is the uh, is Broadway. '72 okay. is the is cabaret the movie. Okay. Um, he also did Liza with a Z. Um, oh my and god! Then Emmy award winning. '73 was Pippin, and '74. Oh. He directs a movie called Lenny, based off of Lenny Bruce, which I've seen and I don't remember it. Now. I, I, it's a it's a great film from what I vaguely remember, but I can't remember any scenes from it right now. So potentially, he was filming his stuff for The Little Prince, but also directing Lenny. That makes sense. Potentially at the same time, or at least Probably. doing work for Lenny while working on. The Little Prince. He probably took a took a week or two and went and did this and came back. Donna McKechnie, and the, if this was made today the way it was, Donna could have done that scene from home. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> hold, hold on, I'm going to Zoom call in my one part. <laughs> I would love to, we, should, we, should, we, we should get her on the show and t- to talk about that. Do you know her? I'm not sure you know her. It's not, <laughs> At this point, I'm not surprised you do anybody. It's not hard to get to get in touch with her. She's very responsive. Um, how did you feel though about Richard Kiley? Um, I thought it was perfect. He sounded like a learner and low character. He sounded like anyone from Camelot. Uh, let's. Well, so his theater career. He, I, I'm reading that he originated Don Quixote. That makes sense. In Man of La Mancha. Mm-hmm. In seven well, after this movie, uh, so but before this movie, he was. Let me see if there's anything big or. Any, well, sorry. In the original Man of La Mancha, he also played Miguel de, de Cervantes and then Don Quixote. This is you. You've seen the show, right? No. Oh, so it's the same, same character. It's the same, same. It's the same character because so, it's it's a it's characters putting on a play. It's funny that <laughs> it's funny though that he did it in '65 and then again he was in the revival in '77 because it's such uh, it's so iconic. And in and in '70, Carol Channing did. I mean, Carol Channing did that. Uh, she did the she did the revivals, the tours, everything. <laughs> He also was in a show called Redhead in 1959, Ooh. where um, I think he won the Tony Award for Best Actor in a Musical. In Redhead? In Redhead. Huh. Hear that encore? Something else you could do. We don't know about Redhead. Um, he also was nominated for a Tony in No Strings, uh, and then he won the Tony for Man of La Mancha in 65. Um, and then in the 77 production, he was nominated for a drama desk for Outstanding Actor. Who cares about drama desk? And in 76, he was in The Heiress as Dr. Austin Slop- Sloper. Oh, he was he was a, he was a learner. In, I mean, those are not all learner in those shows, but he had that voice. The, when he started singing, though, I Need Air, I was just like, I'm in. I don't care. It's a gorgeous song and he sang it perfectly. Would you call that his I want song? 
um, no, it's isn't that the last song? I need okay. airs is for is the first song. So it's it's at I, the very I, beginning where uh, uh, people are calling his drawing of the boa constrictor with the elephant a hat. You know, I wasn't in critical mode when I was when, when <laughs> I was waking up. <laughs> He was in ah. the air. He's in the plane. He's in the plane and he's singing I Need Air. Oh. You know what? Probably. I I I I think it, it has it does. It, it it even sounds like an I watch song. That looks like it was so much fun to film that. He was upside down and he, he looked like uh, the Red Baron wearing wearing that yes. that uh that uh thing. I, I wonder how they well, I'm sure they just used a powerful fan. He lip synced. It was a powerful fan, and I wasn't sure. I think I, if, I think the thing was on, a, for a, lack of a better term, a spigot that they yeah. then rotated around. Yeah, that makes sense because because it was he was upside down. Okay, I didn't know if that was camera stuff, but yeah, it makes sense. It, we can hold on. Well, we did this before. Remember uh, what movie was it? We we oh, it was Bert and Ernie that we did this for. Oh my God. Um. Oh, oh my so, God! Wait, like, and are they referencing this? <laughs> I mean, I think it's more it's Charlie Brown because the Red Baron is so iconic. True. They could be, you know, it could be they could be representing anybody, anybody. True. This could have been in a silent movie that that this movie is referencing. You know, yeah. like it, everything is everything is a reference. Everything is everything. I'm gonna say this, Jason. Thank you for introducing me to this movie. You're it welcome. is it is wild. It is heavy. Yeah, but it's good. It's it's it's, it's, a, it's a thicker. It's also kind of slow at parts, and I will say that. Yes. Um, I did. I did. I did doze off, but also it was six thirty in the morning. True. 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 Because <laughs> like when they get into the deep philosophical parts, it didn't feel like because like in Alice in Wonderland, for instance, when they go into deep and philosophical philosophical discussions there, mm-hmm. especially. Um, for example, like when the caterpillar asks Alice, who are you? And she has that whole like breakdown of like, well, I was, I was tall before and then I was Mm. small and I was tall again. So it's like, I don't know who I am. At least that was, that's a little child friendly and entertaining. These are, these are like philosophy. Philosophy. Yeah. Deep. Especially when like, uh, this snake is like, uh, I have a solution for you to go back, but it involves my poison and it 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 won't hurt. It won't hurt a bit. And you're like, is he talking about assisted suicide right now? Are we, is that what we're doing? <laughs> but there's, there is that aspect of like, you have to die in order to, uh, I mean, I think it's in every, most religions where you have to die to get to where you need to be. Mm. I mean, I think everything, everywhere, all at once discusses that too. Ah, uh, but the bagel. Oh my god, the bagel—that's so fucking brilliant. So good. So I will good. never not talk about that movie. I think. I mean, I saw it months ago, and I'm still talking about it. Um, everyone's talking, it. and every time I mention it, someone's like, "Oh my god!" And we go into discussion about it. It's brilliant. It's so, so brilliant. Yeah. And and like this movie too has some brilliance in it because like I know that they're talking about taming a beast but like 
that uh, that has to be a metaphor for something. Of course, it's, I th- and I think I think that the metaphors in, in this book meet you where you are in your life. I think it's almost almost like Into the Woods, where you you kind of it, they're they're so deep and they're so kind of over arching, overreaching in, in many aspects of life that they just meet you where you are. Right. Right. Cause like, like I never I, I've seen like I've seen this I just saw it on Broadway and I heard these words. I heard I heard the taming whatever, but it didn't hit me the same way it did this morning. How was the music in the in the recent version of it? Uh it felt like a Cirque du Soleil type of it wanted to be a Cirque du Soleil type show. Um and there was some wildness. Like they made up other characters um for the, for the characters he, he uh comes into and like also company members played like different things it was it was it was very wild was there an I'm ensemble thinking... oh yes interesting oh, yes. see like that's kind of what i was missing with the, with this movie like we yeah, got yeah. we got an ensemble in the um it's a hat moment but like that's it there is no ensemble really I like no backup it, dancers. No, it's a chamber musical. A chamber musical. Can you define that for the good people? Oh, a chamber musical is a, is a musical using a small ensemble of people. Uh, cha- I th- I would consider a chamber musical. Uh, Passion would be a chamber musical. Um, there's chamber opera too. So chamber opera would be like uh, Gilbert. I think Gilbert and Sullivan trial and. What's it, uh, what's it called? Something trial. I can't remember it. Um, I'm trying to think of the chamber musical. So you're so you're saying that this is a chamber musical because all That's we really thing. have are the parts, and then, like I said, the uh, the quote unquote uh, adult ensemble in maybe it's maybe a I I I, I, I might I, I might because there no there is no ensemble. It's just principles. It's principles right. and supporting. I'm surprised that this wasn't transferred to stage. I'm, sp- I'm, yeah. not, I'm not finding to, to t- it. To tell you the truth, I wished that the musical that I saw this year was this. Interesting. So did, yeah. the, did the moments, because I'm not going to lie, while watching the movie, there were moments that I was just like, why, are we, why do we have a song here? Learner like, Low, Low did a good job. I mean, they're, they're craftsmen. Um, I thought that the, the songs were very appropriate. Were but like, the, I, the, mostly the it's a hat part. Okay. I was just like, did this need to be a song? Yes. Or like, could it be a different song? Like, I th- I'm pretty sure it springs from the, from the book. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. It does, it does spring from the book. So were the songs in the um, the theater, the the stage show that you the just hats, saw? The hat song was ridiculous. It was so wild. But like, were the same moments songs? Yeah. I mean, really, there's no uh, other not moments. All, not, all, not all the same moments. Some 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 of the moments were dances. Oh. Yeah, and some and there was like aerialism. There was a lot. There was a lot happening. It was, How old, it was truly. Was it, it was truly like similar to a, a Cirque du Soleil show. And was it a kid or was it a, a, no. a young adult playing? No, a child? it was it was a man because he was doing flips and and crazy shit. He he was on he came out on a ball, like you know how the prince is on his planet. 
And yeah. He's, you know, he came out on a ball and was, and was balancing on it. I was also impressed by that in the movie because I don't know how they did it. It's cute, isn't it? Honestly, I, I, I should tell you, I, I didn't, I've seen it so many times as a kid. I don't think I even gave it another thought this time. You? I, that's actually a, very, a burning image for me. When I saw that, I was like, oh my God, I forgot about that. Look you about like that. to come on here with some like technically marvelous <laughs> movies. And it's just like we, we spend some time discussing our theories on how they actually do it. Yeah. I have none for this one. I don't, I don't know how they did the one. I don't know how they did it, uh, honestly. Like, I, I know it's, it has to be a ball, right? Or something? No. A sphere? No, yeah, because not the way he's walking. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know how they do it. How they do it. I mean, do you think someone talks about it? I, have, I haven't seen anything on the IMDb trivia or on the Wikipedia page about it. So if, if anyone knows, you know the socials, I'll probably ask this again at the end. Um, but I did want to say though about the book that it was first published in 1943. And then there's uh-huh. been so many adaptations and versions of it that there's a whole Wikipedia page dedicated to it. Uh, and it's also one of the best selling and most translated books ever published. Yes. Um, actually in, for, in its initial 1943 publication that it was both published in English and in French in the U S yes first. And then it went to France. It was written. It was written in French. Yeah. But it was also translated into English immediately. In, into English immediately, and sold, and then it's a U.S. property, even though I believe the author is French. I I didn't know it was a U.S. property because mm-hmm. uh, apparently his works were not allowed to be in France. <laughs> is this a a, a, a it's a poli- or something? I no, think it was a political a, reason. Interesting. Yeah, oh. I didn't really go that far into it, but yeah, I'll, I'll look at I'll look at it later on. I'm giving you some homework to look it up. Thank you. Oh, oh okay. And I, Roger Ebert mentioned the the technical aspect of it, but he didn't say how it happens. It's so fascinating. Yeah, it really is. Uh, Jason, is there anything else you want to talk about though before we get into sharp and flat? I think we talked about. I mean, the the, the taming aspect of the, the quote was my biggest takeaway. So, my uh, okay. One last question before we get into sharp and flat. Um, mm-hmm. Did this happen? Like, did any of it happen? Because, well, are we, because are we supposed to believe that the pilot dreamed this or is the pilot dead? Even in The Wizard of Oz, it doesn't matter. Interesting. It doesn't matter that she dreamed it. It happened. She still still went went on the journey and she still learned something. I think I need to read the book. Did it? You do. I have it, but it's in French, so you may not want my version. No, uh, but no, because I but... won't understand any a word of it. Because, <laughs> like, I'm assuming that they expand on things and they get into like different details than what are in the movie. No, it's it's pretty. The, this movie is pretty damn close. I think. Really. Uh, Beat wise. Interesting. So, like, maybe it's like slightly different words here and there, but it's the same sentiment. Well, as, as I was reading it, I was translating it, and yeah, I guess I, I guess you would say that. But I'm not, I'm not reading the I'm, I'm not, I haven't read the the English version in a very long time. Okay, okay. 
Well, let's get into Stoke so, and Fletch. Shall so we? I'll, I'll I'll get the English version and, and we'll and we'll and we'll, we'll go to Strand. We'll get the English version and we'll we'll make a good judgment from there. Support local bookstores. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> let's get into Sharp and Flat, shall we? Let's do it. Sharp Flat. So in this section, we're going to highlight some moments, whether or not we talked about it. Uh, and if we liked it, it's sharp. And if we didn't like it or thought it can change, it's flat. Um, I kind of want to go first with flats, if you don't okay. mind. Go for it. Really, my only flat here is the overuse of the fisheye lens. I liked it when it was on the the different planets because it got you, it made it seem otherworldly. But when, but with the fox, it it wasn't very effective. Thank you, thank you. I didn't think I didn't think it was effective with the fox either. No, I was just like, why, why here? Yeah, yeah. It doesn't make sense because, like, when they are on, which planet is it? There, there's the the one where the guy's counting the stars that he owns, mm-hmm. and then I believe there's another planet that uses it. But like at least then it gave it like, oh, there were two planets that seemed very small that made it feel very like claustrophobic. And yeah, I'm just sitting there like this is a very tiny planet where you're literally on top of each other. Maybe the fisheye lens was a new thing back then. No, um, I don't think it no, was No, maybe it was a new, I don't know, maybe it was a 70s thing, maybe it was a trend. I mean, the 70s were a wild ride. They I, indeed I wouldn't be surprised. Trip. I wouldn't be surprised if Stanley and or his cinematographer were on some sort of drug while making this movie. I mean, you, you the, the drugs were good because you had to be lucid. Right. <laughs> um, what were your flats? Do you have any flats, though? I think I think mine is I would like to have uh, since it was Donna McKechnie. Donna McKechnie has to dance. You know what? I will add that flat too because you just have her being like it would be one thing if it was somebody like like if Marilyn Monroe was alive and like she's obviously this like for the adults she's a sex symbol and everything and like don't don't get me wrong Donna McKechnie is sexy as hell but like yeah she's also a dancer so she's like dancer. you have a dancer an iconic dancer I mean she was she was at the top of the I mean she had just did company oh you know what she might she may I don't think company ran that long company ran for a while though it did and company did go to London Maybe that's why what brought her. I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, she may. She may have been over there already. I did. The I am. There's IMDb trivia too on this, where it's like Michael Jackson was informed by this, and then there's another fact later wow. down, later down the page. There's like, no, no, Michael Jackson first came out in 1973 before this movie even came out, so it's not. He's not based around this, and I'm just Didn't like 1975. This movie came out in 74. 74. He was, a, I mean, Michael was a child. And, and wasn't, um, I, uh, I, what's that, what's that one song where he's in the glittery pajamas? I want to rock with you. Yeah. Was that 73? Fuck. But that, but that's Michael solo. Michael Jackson was in the Jackson five. Right. But like and Michael Jackson as a dancer though, like, 
And I, 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 I wouldn't, I wouldn't put it past it though. Michael Jackson was incredibly eclectic. Right. But like, he, the, he I'm just saying, everything. I'm just, I'm just saying though, that there are these two facts that contradict each other on the IMDb um, page. And I just found them hilarious. Um, okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I, I didn't put the, I was, I was, I was really trying to put the first one together first. <laughs> I feel like, I feel like though, they're not wrong. Like no, I, Bob I Fosse influenced a lot of people, and still, Bob Fosse, Bob Fosse did influence Michael Jackson, right? But I wasn't sure if like this performance was the one that influenced him, or maybe like him seeing Cabaret and or whatever. Because only um, six years later, he did the Wiz. Fosse did it six, seven years. No, Michael Jackson. No, but uh, yeah, but did Fosse choreograph that? No, no but 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 oh. I mean, you don't become a great dancer like Michael Jackson in just six years, right? You need. <laughs> he's been, you need I mean, he's been dancing forever, and he's always pulling. He's always pulling from like he's such a fucking genius, like Bob Fosse, like Bob Fosse, and self-made like Bob Fosse. Um, do you have any other flats besides? The... No other flats. I, I I still enjoyed the film like like I was like I was seven yeah. again. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so for my sharps, I sharped Bob Fosse and Gene Wilder just because they are. We Iconic. have to we have to wait the majority of the movie to get to them, <laughs> and yeah. like I think it's kind of worth it. Oh, it's more worth it. They, if I didn't watch anything else, I would, I would, I would be happy with just those two um, scenes. And like, I kind of am happy that Bob was Bob Fosse was the appetizer, so Gene Wilder was like the meal. The meal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was the last meal before we get to the before we get to the death. Right. So um, I loved the two of them. I wish. I would love to have seen a conversation just between the two of them off camera, just like, just, but that's just for me. The shit. Just me, yeah, them shooting the shit, but they probably, I don't know if they ever really interacted because. Oh my, you know what's wild? Is Don McKechnie the only person alive from this film? And probably the, maybe the little boy. Yeah. And Don McKechnie is still performing. Kicking the shit out of everyone. Uh, And then I'm also going to sharp the planet. Still don't know how no, they did it. Well, we, we will figure it out because I'm I, I'm curious. Let's ask Donna McKechnie. Maybe she knows somebody who knows somebody. Oh, okay. That'll be her little her little snippet little, on this. Little snip. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what are your sharps for this movie? Um, the the quote. I mean, it's the it's the book. So I guess I I can't give it to the movie, but uh, the 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 you are responsible for whatever what, what you tame. But that's the book. Um, I, I I definitely loved watching Bob Fosse be Bob Fosse. It, it, it was it was exciting and thrilling. Um, I also loved the scene with the king in the in the, the first scene with the king when with the when he's like, "Don't go over this border." Oh yeah. Yet meanwhile, he was just tramping traipsing around every country that he possibly could. I thought that was a really good um, visual. It was directed well because it showed how government can be, how c- controlling um, 
you know, like religion or something like that. Any, 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 any power that I want to control can be, do as I say, not as I do. And he's uh, another I, silly adult character seen through the lens of a child. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like yeah. him and the general are very yes. the same. Correct, correct. Um, there was something I had to tell you that I just forgot now. I don't remember, but I mean, that means it was it was a lie. <laughs> <laughs> this movie is great. It, I was, on- it really was. I honestly, it did take me a little little time to like get into it, but even okay. into it, I was just like, this is this is this is another viewing that I'm going to have. The, yeah. The minute the minute that it started, I said, "Oh my god, how did I, I mean? I didn't know who Learner and Low were when I was seven. Um, but how, how did I not know it was Learner and Low film? It sounds just like them. It sounds like My Fair Lady. It sounds like Camelot. It sounds like any of, any of their other their movies. Their, their movies or stage plays. Interesting. I don't, I didn't really hear their other stuff, but like, that's also just yeah. me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And speaking have of you, which, Have you not done My Fair Lady or on, on this yet? I have not done My Fair Lady yet. I don't want to do it, but I will do. <laughs> but I'll do Camelot. Oh, Camelot! Oh. <laughs> That's a, oh. <laughs> uh, would you add any of the songs to your life's playlist? Um the 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 last one. Um, the the t- titular one. Oh my god! What a fucking song! That was amazing, and also the Bob Fosse song. Cause I like the villain. I like a villain song. Well, okay. I lost to, the list. I don't, I don't know the, the, the song list is anymore. Oh, here uh, it is. never mind. Okay. So, so yes. So I would do uh, Little Prince and uh, Snake in the Grass. Would you also compare this to Pinocchio in a way? Yeah, it's adventure because they're going. He's, uh, they're, they're they're being bounced from one situation to one situation, and the and the the situations are cumulative in them learning their final lesson. But like, is the snake the actual villain, or is he a villain with this in a series of in, other villains? In like a normal in like a normal storytelling, no, because he would have to be set up in the beginning and then have to have a conflict with the with the, with the um with the. Protagonist. Thank you, protagonist. You, you saw it. You saw my lips. Yeah. Protagonist. Um, but he is the catalyst for the end. So th- I think technically he is the antagonist. Interesting. I would like to see more women represented in a story in this story. So if it were done a- today, it, it would it would be if it were done today, it definitely will be. Well, well, this version is fine. In another movie version or something. Because, like, in one of the Jungle Book live-action movies, uh, Ka, the snake, is voiced by Scarlett Johansson. And I believe oh, that's the Disney one. Oh, I love that. I haven't seen that. I refuse to see any of the, any of the live animated films. Right. This is This is one of those... Well, th- this is live action because there are humans in it, but like, okay. uh, this is the one with the CGI animals and everything. Yeah. Um, so I I don't think potentially that maybe the fox. 
maybe the fox, could be a, the fox could be a woman the snake could be a woman everyone could be a woman love, i would love i would love to see a female snake interesting i would love it interesting would you want to see this movie remade no like the learner in like low it, music i would like to see it adapted for stage okay yeah interesting um, I don't know if it, I don't know if it would work because it, it 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 would unless you have each unless you have like a character unless you have like four people or like four or six people and then they double they they double characters I would love to see that like 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 all okay. fake characters so in this production that you're doing could the person who plays the rose then play the snake. I would I would prefer for the person to play the play the rose to play the fox. Interesting. And then the that, snake that is their be, own person. Is is the snake? Some- the snake could be played by the king. Okay. Like we see double casting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Essentially, but, yeah. But like the pilot and the prince are the only ones are the that same. stay the same. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. I'm in for this production. Yeah, because because it, it 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 even adds it's a it's a performance piece and like the actors who play the other characters get to do a lot. And then you're still getting this adventure and this this revolving door of characters. And uh, I was reading that. Wait, was it this one? Hold on, let me this, make this sure. This is patent pending, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I um, I don't know if it was this one, but I feel like there's were like a bunch of songs. I mean, Learner and Low probably have unpublished songs that were from this. Oh, do you think that- they put some trunk songs in here? Is that what you're trying to say? I'm sorry. No, I, I, I think that line. I think that they wrote some other music for it that then was cut or altered. Oh. I feel like we need a group number for the finale, though, if it was going to be live. Oh. Oh, well, they can always come back and sing like a... Uh, um... Like like a reprise of Little Prince? Yeah, I, I'd be here for that. I'd be here for that. Um, okay, so and for my songs, I think we're going to add... I think I'm gonna add Little Prince, and just because it's fun, I need air. It's a great song. It's a fun song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm here but, for that. But uh, we're done with the episode, Jason. Miss. We made it through without fighting. It's it's always nice fighting you though. Next one, next time. It, it's true. It's true. Is there anything you would like to plug and or? promote though well i do have j and a r gay uh you can check us out on instagram you can search j and a r gay and you can find us wherever this podcast is even found oh piggybacking are we that's what i do not during these monkeypox times though not during monkeypox times um and if you know how they did the planet the princess planet I'm sure somebody knows. I mean, I actually truly doubt that Donna Donna may know. No, I'm, I someone someone knows how that's done. Because you know, done. she filmed her her stuff probably for like a day and a half. Yeah, she screen. doesn't. She wasn't there. She wasn't there. Um. So if you, but if you listener knows, or you know somebody who knows, feel free to email me at buttersongpod at gmail.com. I'm also on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at buttersongpod. I will try to be better at doing other social medias besides Instagram. I promise. Um, um, I know that there are other film versions of 
Little Prince. So mm-hmm. is this your film version of it? Yes. Listener, oh, 100%. Listener oh. Oh, to sorry, the listener. Sorry, sorry. Oh, I, I, everything's about me. Me, Jason Kerr, me. Oh, by the way, before I should have asked this a little earlier. And I keep forgetting to ask people this because especially if my guests are performers, what part would you want? Oh, me? Yeah. Oh, uh, the fox. I could see that. Yeah, the fox I, would work for me. I could see that. How, how uh, about you? Oh, I don't know. Maybe the pilot? Ooh, a whole I would lo- journey. I would love to sing the shit out of uh, I Need Air. Yeah. And The Little Prince. Um, and right. if you want to nice. be... If you want to be part of next episode's conversation, we're going to be talking about Rocket Man. Rocket Man! Wow. I'm excited for that one. Going to Elton John, baby. Yes. Well, Jason, always a well, pleasure. <laughs> Ma'am. Oh, sorry? Always a, <laughs> always a pleasure to have you on. Always a pleasure to be on. And to uh, be seen. And, um... I guess bye for now, everyone. Bye. Special thanks to Justin Johnson for creating the podcast's artwork and to Nick Bombasino for composing the theme song and the jingles in this podcast. And thank you to CastBox for hosting this podcast. Bye again, everyone, and have a musical day.